Welcome to Trial by Wine. We take a closer look at crimes that highlight how fascinating humans can be. Schmitty, Swanee and Clarky visit crimes and run them through their jury of three, debating both sides of the case to agree an appropriate, if totally fictitious, sentence. Please be advised, Trial by Wine may include explicit or disturbing content and will include drunken rambling. Listener discretion is advised. All right, how are we? Not too bad. How are you guys? Bloody freezing, but otherwise wonderful. <laughs> mm, it's chilly on the willy, is it not? Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, the willy's probably in an all right spot at the moment, but my toes it's are the cold. the warmest part of you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> got the Uggs on and I've got cold feet. That's a bit rough. Mm. Yeah, he's got I mean, a thrower over, over his legs. I as have well. got my nana rug on. I've got, oh. I'm wearing a nana cardigan I bought for work, but I put on today, and I've got a bathrobe under me. Turn my heater off so that we don't have too much noise. But I've also, I have my Uggs next to me, and they usually make my feet sweat, but I get your point. I've also got three, two pairs of socks and a pair of so- uh, shoes on. So it's yeah. chilly. Two Hang pairs on a of minute. socks. Did, yeah, it's cold, what? man. It's cold. Two pairs of socks, shoes, and did you say Uggs or not? No, Uggs? no, I'm not wearing the Uggs. Uh-huh. They're next to me. I'm not. I, I don't think I've got a single pair of shoes that would accommodate two pairs of socks. But anyway, yeah, well, because you probably spend more than fifteen dollars at Chemist Warehouse on their Sketcher-like product that stretches out <laughs> two seconds later. I got to stop you right there. I didn't know Chemist Warehouse did a range of shoes. I thought they were just <laughs> top top shelf fragrance. The Almost Britney Spears like or the Ariana Grande. Making my, <laughs> hey, 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 hey. I bought a bottle of Issey the other day at Chemist Warehouse for 50 <gasps> yeah. bucks. Wow. Well, it's funny that you said only, only earlier today I we've got a friend who's not very well and obviously she's been inundated with meals and food and this, that and the other and I thought, what could I do? So as a comedy thing, I went to Chemist Warehouse and I did a Chemist Warehouse with their branding in the background like hamper. So it's so low rent and the card was like, I'm sure you'll be very disappointed because it doesn't it doesn't include a bottle of their beautiful Britney Toxic perfume. They didn't have it in their top shelf fragrance department. But I didn't know they did shoes. I don't think we're I don't think I have got a very good chemist warehouse near me, is what I'm saying. Because I'm sure there's no <laughs> Well, these were just cheapies that I bought the other day and, you know, they, they got smelly really quickly. They'll fall apart in no time. But for 15 yep. bucks, who's arguing? Mm. Um, if you can so fit I, two pairs of socks on them, they're serving a purpose. They stretch quick, yeah. yeah. I'm still um, confused by the whole Britney Toxic. I can't believe she's got a perfume called Toxic. I don't know if it's called Toxic. I might, I might have been oh. using it in a creative license. <laughs> right. I okay. may, I may, I may not have been using creative license. I don't know. I definitely know that those pop star, starlets, whatever else, have fragrances in the front in the entrance of my yes, local in the window yeah, yeah, yeah. chemist yes. warehouse so yeah. today i could see a, there were three different rihanna perfumes but they're a little bit above my price range because i was doing it as a comedy gift and i thought no i don't really want to spend 60 dollars on rihanna a joke yeah cologne yeah, yeah. So, I, so she got or, like or a, it was it was a footnote on the card yeah exactly who are we i'm schmitty i'm swanny and i'm clarky and together we are Trial, trial by, by wine. wine. What are we drinking? Oh, wine well, affair. in aid of, I can do it if you like, because we're you not much better you. today. In, in oh, aid really? of the minus three temperature this morning, um, I woke up and I started to have a bit of a scratchy throat. And Ooh. so oh, no. I'm having a hot toddy. So there is scotch oh, in nice. it, which is <gasps> um, okay. And lemon juice. Yeah. A therapeutic yeah. Trial by wine. Yes. Yeah, that's right. I was it's just thinking a about a hot buttered rum the other day. What's that, Schmitty? Oh. What? Where does the buttered bit? Pretty come much. 
what it sounds like. You heat up some rum and some stuff and you put a little bit of butter in it. It's, you really it's like do. butterscotchy. It's oh, delicious. Wow. It's a hot toddy. It's yeah. Oh, God, it's beautiful. And I thought, oh, I haven't had a winter cocktail for a while. Might have to get into that. But not today. Today I am drinking Pepper Jack Shiraz because it's what I had on Ooh, hand. Delicious. And Swanee? all right. Well, today I was going to go and get a uh, glass of bubbly. So oh. I bought this as a joke about <laughs> a couple of weeks ago. I saw it in the supermarket, the supermarket and um, to let our listeners know, it's a mineral water but the name is bubbly and I thought oh that could be a little bit of an in joke so I went to get a, a can of bubbly to pour into a glass and my children have beat me to the bubbly and that now makes sense as to why one of them was saying could you get a different flavor of the bubbly and I was like yeah sure but I didn't realize that they would have got through the whole pack but anyway yeah so Did instead you of get bubbly, one of them not one nope not one so I've had to go for see they don't really care about the uh Normal Mount Franklin. Mount Franklin. But they're into the bubbly, oh, so yeah. I'm a fan of the Mount Franklin. Mm. I do like the way that they are pushing both of those products, no sugar. Well, no shit sure, look. It's just carbonated water. There is a bit of sweet. It's just soda stream out. So, yes, that's what I'm on today. All right. So would you like to hear a story? Love to. Yes. I would really like to hear a story. I feel like it has been a little while since we recorded Take last. Take me somewhere. So I Take feel like I'm a little somewhere. bit out of sorts and, you know, I haven't quite yes. got my rhythm. All right, I'll take you somewhere, Swanee. Will you. I ever? No. Mm. Well, <laughs> <laughs> a few weeks back, I made mention of cryptozoology, which seemed to completely blow your minds, the two of you. You were like, what's that? Yeah. That was when the whole can't, you know, soar with the eagles when you're surrounded by turkeys carry <laughs> on happened. And because I also like to provide both of you with learning opportunities, <laughs> And you as do. you seem to be unaware of this pseudoscience, I figured I'd fill you in. It's not difficult for you to teach me things because there's a lot of stuff that you know that I don't know that I need to know. So yeah, well, you it's always don't need it's to always know a little. I was going to say know. it'll be just another one of those. So that's that's fine with me. <laughs> just another <laughs> those bullshit things that Schmitty yeah. tells me. Right, I mean, and for me, there's heaps of stuff that I've learnt and so much that I've forgotten. So I could have learnt something, I reckon, five times, and you could still teach it to me again. <laughs> Well, it's funny because when I said the two, when I mentioned about cryptozoology and both of you had a look on your face, it was like, well, did she? When was She that? did, but I can't remember what it was. <laughs> I was I, it sounds familiar, but I'm I like. I was thinking dead animals. I can't remember it. Currency. It was the beginning of the Red Ripper. I can tell you when we when it came up. It was the beginning yeah. of the Red Ripper episode because I remember it, and, I, and it made me think about this. You know, doing this story. Yeah. And then I thought, when was that? And then I was editing it, and I was like, oh, oh no! In, fa in fact, I think it was the second Red Ripper episode. Right. On a different note, I didn't have the pleasure of meeting Swanee's dad, but I do remember her talking about him having huge hands. Absolutely. Yeah. And the cryptid in my story has huge feet. So I figure it probably also has huge hands if they were clawed, you know. So I'd like to de dedicate this episode to Mr. Swan. Well, thank yeah, you very much, darling. Oh, well, to Mr. Swan, Charles. <laughs> now, I've taken the definition of cryptozoology from Wikipedia and here it is. Cryptozoology is a pseudoscience and subculture that searches for and studies unknown, legendary or extinct animals whose present existence is disputed or unsubstantiated, particularly those popular in folklore such as Bigfoot, the Loch Ness Monster, Yeti, the Chupacabra, the Jersey Devil or the Michele Membe. <laughs> I can't help it, sorry. Or the Michele Membe. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's, you know, it's because I'm a fluent yeah, obviously. African speaker. Anyway. Well, this is going well, to <laughs> tie in beautifully with my childhood because my absolute favourite TV program and the thing that used to Was scare the, the shit out of me. Nope, nope. Oh, great great Mysteries of the World oh. hosted by Leonard Dimoy. It used to be on a Saturday afternoon. Oh, and each vaguely, it, yeah. it would be like UFOs, Bigfoot, all these yes. unsolved Cryptozoology mysteries. Or Correct. UFOlogy. And it would scare me senseless. But I would yeah. love it. I was I couldn't not watch it. And that's what it was called. Great Mysteries of the World. You can Google it. Great Mysteries of the World hosted by hosted by Leonard Nimoy. And I would sit there and watch that with my dad, like absolutely terrified. In I always think it as a wintry Saturday afternoon thing, maybe yeah, after the football. I, reckon it was I remember on. that. Yeah, or before the football. But yeah? he didn't dress up Do as you? Dr. Spock, yeah? disappointingly. No, not at all. He was just the mm, host but he was and it was very anyway. serious. And the, the lead titles and music, it was so eerie. Oh, my God, you've taken me back. This is a perfect connection to my childhood and my father. Well done, Schmitty. Without knowing it, you've hit there the you nail go. on the head. There you go. Yeah. So cryptozoologists refer to these entities as cryptids, a, to- a term coined by the subculture. Because it cryptids. doesn't follow the scientific method, cryptozoology is considered a pseudoscience by mainstream science. A load of old shit. Uh, yes. <laughs> it is neither a branch of zoology nor of folklore studies. It was originally founded in the 50s by zoologists Bernard Kuvelmans and Ivan D. Sa- T. Sanderson. Scholars have noted that the subculture rejected mainstream approaches from an early date and that adheres often and that it sorry and that it and that adherents often express hostility to mainstream science. Yeah, I don't need to prove yeah, it. You, I don't you need prove evidence. It wrong. Yeah, scholars have studied cryptozoologists and their influence, including cryptozoology's association with young Earth creationism. Wow. Uh, noted parallels in cryptozoology and other pseudosciences such as ghost hunting and ufology. And if you read ufology, it looks like ufology uh, uh, and highlighted uncritical media propagation of cryptozoologist claims. Whew. Having said all of that, whatever I just said, there are plenty of examples of species identification in places that are sparsely populated or not populated at all. Folklore of the Kraken, for example, was considered to be totally made up, but then the body of a giant squid was found giving rise to the theory that the stories were based on a real animal. Dugong. Yep, the platypus was considered an impossible animal, but we know they exist and can be seen if you're very, very quiet. Was that a reference to something that I don't understand? It's a cartoon. Which cartoon? Elmer Fudd chasing the rabbit. I've got to be very, very quiet. I thought it must have been an Australian reference, like something that had Blinky Bill or something. I was like, oh, I don't know that platypus reference. Just like a cryptozoologist, I'm all over the world. Um, (laughs) Yeah, so if I'm very, very quiet in the dark enclosures at the zoo or in freshwater lakes and streams in Australia. Uh As recently as early May this year, scientists discovered a new species of shark off Australia Mm. called a demon shark that has bright white eyes and an unusual egg pouch, which I must admit to me did look like a double-string tampon. In <coughs> fact, <laughs> 626. Who pulls the strings on it? 
I don't know, but it did look like a tampon with strings on either side. Anyway, in fact, 626 new species of insects, sponges, coral and other stuff were discovered in 2022 alone in Australia. So we definitely haven't catalogued everything on the planet, which of course means Sir David Attenborough has a lot more voiceover work to do in mm-hmm. the future. Oh, I hope so. He needs to live till at least he's 200 years old, but even then we might not get through them all. So while we might laugh at the idea of the Loch Ness Monster or Bigfoot or a Chupacabra, it's not entirely impossible to rule out that some creatures are out there and we've just not found or catalogued them yet. And that is what makes cryptozoology so interesting. It's basically trying to find evidence of the mysterious, the truth in the folklore. My series of cases today are about crimes committed by cryptids. And here we go. Well, sort of actually. Now, cryptids are not the, the people. Weird they animal, are, the weird creatures. Yeah, they're yeah, the things yeah, that we're looking the focus for. focus of their, um, yeah. their studies. <laughs> yeah. So my first story from Oxygen.com features an elusive figure that is sometimes sighted across the world and has many different names. But I'm going to focus on the Northwest American variety called Bigfoot. For the uninitiated in the lore of Bigfoot, he and his progeny have been around for ages. He has different names according to the traditions of various Indigenous American tribes and early North American settlers started reporting sightings during the late 1800s and into the 1900s. At times, people have found massive footprints and have made casts of them and there are also a few very grainy photos which could be a seven-foot hairy walking man ape or a guy in a suit. And that's the thing. There are a lot of there are a lot of things on YouTube. If you want to waste your time, and if you want to waste your time, you can see these things on YouTube. And some of them you think that's clearly a man in a suit, and others you think, mm, well, look, who knows it's, what it is. Schmitty, it's fair to say that I do want to waste my time, but probably just in other ways. I tell you what, though, it is fun. <laughs> he's generally described. Yeah, it yeah. really is. It's great fun. Uh, and that's why I laughed when you when you laughed at me knowing what cryptozoology was because I went through a bit of a oh, phase. I was obviously a bit bored. When I lived in the UK and, you know, the internet was not in its infancy. It young. Been around, it was young. It had been around maybe 10 years. But that was where people, I think, were able to sort of start cataloging the stuff or putting it out there. And I did, I will admit, I spent quite some time looking at ghost stories, less interested in the UFO stuff, but then I got really into the Loch Ness Monster and other cryptids. So that's why I knew about it. And I also used to read a lot of chick lit and young adult fantasy sort of stuff that featured, you know, worlds and uh, Did you created. Say you know, all about this sort of shit. Chick lit. <laughs> yes, it's called that on purpose. So Bigfoot is generally described as up to eight feet tall and extremely physically strong. There are quite a few people who have claimed to have seen or had Bigfoot encounters, yet there's no solid evidence of Bigfoot yet. The hunt continues. One such person who took the legend of Bigfoot very seriously was an Oklahoma man named Larry Sanders. Reported on Oxygen.com, All That's Interesting and Oklahoma.com, Larry Doyle Sanders, described as a noodler, which made me think of Peggy Lee's noodling song, why don't you join the group? It's better, it's better than, than being a party poop. But apparently it's the name given to a particular form of catfishing where you catch them by hand, ugh, which is gross. I'm not catfishing on the internet. No, catfishing, literally catfishing, Jesus. fishing for catfish, but you do it by hand. And so you're called a noodler. So Larry the Noodler Sandler, Sanders took this whole idea of Bigfoot so seriously that he killed his fishing partner, Jimmy oh. Knighton, because he thought he was going to summon Bigfoot and feed Larry to him. It's a bit Slenderman-ish, isn't it? I don't think. 
I've never heard of Bigfoot being carnivorous, though. I must no, say, no, so, no. But I thought it was just no. a bit or elusive. Being summoned. Just thought he it was is. a bit hairy and a bit elusive. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I, it's a stretch. Might have something Larry's to do with crazy. methamphetamine. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to go with that. <laughs> Larry and Jimmy had been friends for a long time and their kids were dating, so it was a pretty close relationship, although they had allegedly already had a fight about Bigfoot at some point pri- previous to the murder. Most likely Larry was adamant that Bigfoot was real and Jimmy was not. So Larry and his friend Jimmy went noodling on the 8th of July 2022 at the South Canadian River. However, once they were there on the 9th of July, so the next day, Larry got it into his head that Jimmy was trying to summon Bigfoot. Now, I read an account that said that to attract the fish, you like bang a pot or you bang a bell. And it's probably that Larry was banging a bell to try and attract the fish to do the fishing. Sorry, Jimmy was doing that and Larry was like, you must be summoning Bigfoot. I would have thought that would scare him away, but anyway, that's how much I know about yeah, fishing. Fishing jobs. or Bigfoot. I would have thought that would scare Bigfoot away too. <laughs> oh, what's that noise? Let me go have a look. Oh, humans are over there. I'm elusive. Yeah. I can't go yeah. near it. Yeah. <laughs> so then he thought that Jimmy was trying to get away so that the crypto could eat Larry. So he's like, I think what really happened was Jimmy was trying to get away because his friend was a lunatic yeah. and was, uh, you what know, attacking point. him. So I've not heard of Bigfoot in North America being into long pig, as I just said. So there is that abandoned town in Alaska that no one will go to because there's a killer Bigfoot on the prowl there called Nantanuck. But that's another story. At any rate, Larry, <laughs> not one to be fed to the non-existent monster, punched Jimmy, hit him with a stick and then strangled him to death. He then went back to Jimmy's place alone and told his daughter, his own daughter, that he'd killed Larry. Then his daughter told Hang another on. family member. Did, did he tell his daughter that he'd killed Jimmy? Yeah. We're having one of those episodes. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, he did. Sorry. <laughs> you know, yeah, I did write Larry, but you're right, <laughs> with Jimmy. He went back to Jimmy's place alone and told his own daughter that he had killed Jimmy. Then his daughter told someone else who I think was probably Jimmy's son, who she was engaged to at the time, oh. who who called, that's what I say, the kids were dating and they were very what? close, yeah. So he, someone called the, and then someone I think called the mother. Anyway, and eventually someone called the police who came and arrested him straight away because there was an outstanding warrant for unpaid fines pertaining to a previous arrest for, and you may have already guessed this, drug-related crimes. <laughs> He'd been put on parole having been caught on a public intoxication charge and apparently then got charged whilst trying to bring methamphetamine into the county. And what I read that to mean was he tried to take methamphetamine into the like smuggling? sheriff's office, yeah, where he's being oh, arrested. Oh, into had the it on sheriff's him. Yeah, office. That's what I read that, yeah. At the time of the arrest, the police noted that he appeared to be under the influence of something, but they didn't do a blood test. Due to the warrants, though, they could arrest him immediately, pending further investigation into this allegation of him killing Jimmy. Larry was so freaked out about what he'd done that he assisted police entirely. He drew a map of where they could find Jimmy's body as it was a remote and densely forested area. They were able to recover Jimmy the next day and Larry has now been arrested for first-degree murder pending trial. Jimmy's ex-wife was reported as saying she thinks Larry is using the old Bigfoot summoning defence to get off. You know, that, that old <laughs> that chestnut. Yeah, that, sh- yeah. that should yeah. get off. That's, is that like sure. the Chewbacca defence? Works every time. From South yeah, yeah, Park. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to go with maybe mental health being a defence, yeah. but um, I'd assume the drugs had a lot to do with it. Don't do drugs, kids. Now, as I said, Bigfoot, Sasquatch, Nantanak, the Yeti, 
are all names for the same giant ape-man creature that is seen at times throughout the world. And not to be outdone, we have our own local variety. Me too. The Yowie. Yeah. Wiki describes the Yowie as follows. The Yowie is usually described as a hairy and ape-like creature standing upright at between 2.1, sorry, we're in Australia now, so we're into metric versus imperial, 6 foot 11 inches, and 3.6, 12 feet. Goodness, the Yowies are big. Oh. Yeah. Mm. The Yowies' feet are described as much larger than a human's, but alleged Yowie tracks are inconsistent in shape and toe number. And the descriptions of Yowie foot and footprints provided by Yowie witnesses are even more varied than those of Bigfoot, probably because they're a load of old shit. Shit. What a load of old shit. (laughs) The Yowie's nose is described as wide and flat. Behaviorally, some report the Yowie as timid or shy. Others describe the Yowie as sometimes violent or aggressive. If you're interested in seeing more relatively weird but inconclusive heat signature footage, there's a group called the Australian Yowie Research Team on YouTube, as well as a Destination Truth episode where Josh Gates, my new, what do I call it, you know? Crush. It's not a crush, no, it's more a, you know, a secret naughtiness. What do you call that? Oh, um, naughtiness. You know oh, yeah, I mean. yeah, 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 you're like an indulgence. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Jeez, what is it? I can't think of the term. You know what I mean, boys. Yeah, is that no, your leaf pass? No, 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 no. no, 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 no. You know, it's like a little thing that you do yeah, that you know you like, shouldn't <coughs> do because it's terrible. Yeah, yeah. What's that you... called? It's a name for it. I know. I can't think of it. No. Oh, God, it totally escaped me. Yeah. I bet you our listeners are going, and start yelling uh, it out loud because it's really idiots. obvious. Yeah. Um... Secret naughtiness. Yeah. Like what, that is what we're going to call it from <laughs> now on. Because when Secret, you hear what I know exactly Secret what indulgence about. is a euphemism for masturbation, but that's not what I'm talking oh. about. You know, no, you mean secret naughtiness. Is that like all those murders you committed, Schmitty? Oh, I just made soap out of them. Guilty pleasure. Guilty pleasure. That's oh it. God. What's it now going to be called? Oh, secret, secret indulgence. Secret naughtiness. Secret naughtiness. I was no, never going to get that. Oh my god! My guilty I, pleasure. Sorry, I was gonna say I can't remember guilty pleasure, and you only said it four seconds ago. That doesn't bode well because now oh. I think you have replaced guilty pleasure with secret secret naughtiness. <laughs> anyway, my oh, point was, that's my. You're talking about I don't know watching maths, and it will now be well, my exactly a guilty secret pleasure. naughtiness. Yeah, yeah. Secret naughtiness. Yeah, yeah, I've been well. trying that at work. Oh, I couldn't bear it. Oh, I love watching maths. It's my secret naughtiness. naughtiness. Yeah, <laughs> and everyone would say like, guilty pleasure. I yeah. think everyone was thinking you go in the maz on that if you talk about it like that. So anyway, uh, what I was talking about is my latest guilty pleasure, not secret naughtiness, is <laughs> a series of programs made uh, presented by a bloke called Josh Gates. And his team did an episode on the version that's called Destination Truth. He also does Expedition Unknown, which I love. Did you say Destination Truth Stretcher? It is a bit, <laughs> yeah. It's Well... <laughs> Yeah, anyway, I can talk for a while about Josh Gates, so I won't because it's not really pertinent. I will say, you know, they talk about cryptozoology being a pseudoscience and not using the scientific method. And so I watch various people and they've got like there's something in the distance and, they, and they've got one of those infrared camera type things and they see a heat signature and they're like, oh, it's definitely something. Oh, you know, it could be a kangaroo, it could be anything, right? Mm, and yeah, they're yeah. like, oh, no, it's down there and it's pitch black. You can't see anything out. You can't make out any kind of sense of the topography. So they're like, oh, it must be there because that's, you know, down that really steep ravine. But, of course, all you're seeing is a little red dot in the middle of green nothingness. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, it sounds least, like defective detecting. It is. You don't a bit. have to 
prove anything or rule anything out. Exactly. You just got to go, oh, I believe it's true, so therefore it's true. That fits my story, so that's evidence, yeah. And this version of Destination Truth, also available on YouTube, um, where Josh Gates and his team capture this infrared footage. And look, honestly, it does look like a couple of people walking around, but then again, could have been cameramen. Could have been, and it, what's to say there were any humans in the area? Could be a couple of people area? walking around. Yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah. <laughs> and all I'll say about Hebe is my problem with it because again, he uses more scientific methodology, but he's there for less than twenty-four hours. So how could you seriously say that you've yeah. done a proper scientific study? So well, it's how just long entertainment. Do you need? It's like this podcast. We're not legal. We don't know shit about anything. If you get your it's evidence in true. twenty-four hours, it's just for entertainment purposes. But you know, if anyone's still listening at this point, I can highly recommend watching Josh Gates, and he's quite cute and he's quite funny. But I don't have a crush on him. He's your secret naughtiness. He's my secret naughtiness. Yeah. Okay. So I can say from what I've read, I don't. Uh, I don't want to meet a Yowie. No. No, thank you very much. Someone who says he has seen a Yowie many times is Dean Harrison. Reported on news.com.au, Dean Dean Harrison claims he's even almost been killed by a Yowie twice. Where's Dean based? Where does he live? The first of these near-fatal incidents was in Ormeo in the Gold Coast and the second in Kilcavan near Gympie. What a coincidence. So he's been to two totally different places where they oh, he's, he's actually a cryptozoologist oh, sorry. Okay, chasing so he's, he's a chaser. Okay, he's hunting fair enough. them. Okay. Yeah. He's a, a chaser. That's he's a yaoi hunter. He's a truth hunter. Yeah, yeah. He's a truth hunter, yeah. Here you go. You can decide what he is now. Yaoi hunting is Dean, his secret naughtiness. It is, it is. All right, to quote Dean, that was a game changer. I can't go back in the bush by myself. I just got hit with a big dose of reality. I nearly got taken down by one at Hormio in 1997. <laughs> can't look at you, Swanee. And that was really scary. It was only by the grace of God that I survived. I don't actually know what he sounds like. I haven't listened to him. This sounds probably best, it probably best like you the, don't. The I think it sounds like this. Oh, he's a bit like the superhero, yeah. I made a phone call at 11 p.m. in a clearing before going into the bush, and if I hadn't, I wouldn't be here today. This thing really meant business. But the cruncher was in 2009 in Kilcavan. Kilcavan? And if a few guys weren't there to rescue me, I wouldn't be here. That took a good eight months to get over. Mm. What did? What guys? Like, There's I mean, two what, attacks that aren't described they come in and get, um, I was going to say, they come in and get you all. fact. Yeah, like a scratch. Australian Yowie Hunting Association or whatever they are. Yeah. So yeah. then he goes on to say the scary thing is that Yowies have a massive advantage over us because of their eyesight in the dark. The You're thing right. that knocked no. me over ran down a hill in pitch darkness past obstacles, trees and logs. The angles were so steep, but it sprinted down. It didn't miss a beat. The one that chased me at Ormeo was the same. I feel like he had magic mushrooms and fell down a hill. <laughs> <laughs> Not sure. Yowies go by a few names in various regions. Putakan, Yahoo, and Changara among them. And tales Yahoo. of their existence. Mm, that's what is I that think legit? that's why it gets cooked. Yeah, no, it is. I've heard Yahoo before. Yeah, that's not surprising. Um, And tales of their existence have long featured in Aboriginal stories and oral histories. The first so-called interaction between a Yowie and a white man was thought to be in 1882, involving Abitant naturalist Henry James McCooey somewhere between Ulladulla and Bateman's Bay on the New South Wales. Ulladulla, darling. (laughs) I wouldn't know. Somewhere between Ulladulla. Somewhere between Ulladulla and Bateman's Bay on the New South Wales coast. Yowies, like the abominable snowmen, are overwhelmingly considered the stuff of legend, perhaps even an endearing part of Australian folklore. 
Alleged sightings have been deemed misidentification or pure hoax. But a significant community of believers, such as Mr Harrison, are adamant that these two metre tall creatures do exist and are roaming freely in the Australian bush. He told the QT he believed the Yowie could be a Homo erectus, which is thought to be (laughs) an extinct species of humankind. I knew you'd do it. Sorry, I've hominid. As opposed to a Homo sapien, Homo erectus was beforehand. I have as well as Sugar Darling. I do know what one is. But it's it's not the missing link. That's not all. Mr. Harrison, who's been researching Yowies for 20 years, I wonder how he actually makes a living, but anyway, also says many people who go missing in the bush were likely abducted by the creatures. He's even claimed he he once saw a Yowie get tagged with a tracking device by intelligence agents at a rural Queensland army base in the 1990s. However, ASIO has confirmed it's not currently monitoring any Yowies. (laughs) (laughs) But that only adds to the suspicion, doesn't it, because it happened and they're denying it, so it must have happened. Maybe, yeah, 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 yeah. Also, maybe all the victims of Ivan Milat were actually victims of a Yowie of Yowie attacks, and I am amazed that his defence team did not suggest that. Didn't try that one. No, but not only are they out there, they may also be able to speak English and, bizarrely, Latin. Oh. <laughs> Another witness, Tony Duffy, claims. They must have gone to a so like, ha- private school in the 1950s or something, did they? In, in 40,000-year-ago Australia, when they evolved, they learnt Latin. No, I think they've learned it from uh, uh, white settlers. But here we oh, go. What a load of shit. Now you want to think about what's happening What's happening in this part of the story. So Tony Duffy said he encountered a Yowie one night in the bush near Gympie, clearly a hot spot. Yeah. I got a fright and so did he, he told the Gympie Times. He was quickly able to learn a few words in English and we spoke for about two hours. They're very <laughs> <intelligent. laughs> Oh, God. Gets That's better. <laughs> He said the Yowie returned the next night with his wife and daughter and they had a foursome. I'm just, I added oh. that as a joke. Oh, that Jesus, <laughs> yeah, me gone. <laughs> the Yowie did return the night, next night with his wife and daughter though. Mr Duffy believes Yowies are endangered creatures whose basic shelters in forests are often destroyed by humans, you know, sort of like orangutans. I can come at that. My whole mission is to protect them and to convince people to leave them alone and not hurt them. And I don't find it hard to leave them alone because I don't believe they exist. Yeah. In the last 12 months, I've had close contact with Yowies on at least seven occasions. I am not moving a gimpy. These creatures <laughs> must be protected and respected. <laughs> Yowies are clearly the missing link. There it is. The scientists have looked for for decades. Yowies are but clearly, but clearly. But this mate, he's seen them seven times and yet he's never poured a hair back or any DNA or anything that can say, we don't know what this thing is. It could be the missing link. No, nothing, right? Good on you, Mr. Duffy. They're clearly the missing link. I believe they're the greatest discovery in the history of natural science. That also hasn't been discovered. Well, Schmitty, while you were looking at that, I I remembered being on Facebook at some point in the last year or so and someone was talking about something they thought they'd seen like on a like a remote, I wouldn't say beach, but inland off a, like a remote beach down south outside of Perth. And I said, oh, I don't really know what, how I'd find that, but I've just looked it up like, yeah, E-W-A. And there's a guy, a Yowie hunter who who works They're everywhere. For your, he worked for your people. His name's Jason Hill, and he scours bushland around Perth. 
in search of yowies every uh, weekend. He's recently returned to Perth after living in Queensland where he had dozens of hair-raising close encounters. Mm. And he's the... He, He's one the site. He also helped establish the Yowie Research Group. Is that but the Australian I, Yowie Research Group? Yes, on that's the one. I've, of course, that'd I've be watched, it. You probably know. They don't have though. much on there. They do need to put a no. bit more video footage up. But I've seen them. And anyway, keep telling me the story. <laughs> There's not much to say. He just says I recently saw Yowies running superhuman speeds north of Bullsbrook. That's just like one of the outer suburbs. He said, "Extraordinary." I believe there is a population of Yowies all around the outer suburbs, including Mundaring, Serpentine Dam, and Lake Canara. Mm. Yes, that's Nara. Wow. I think they go to pockets of bush near people and use bush corridors. But because mm. they are moving in early hours, oh, is that right? They're moving in the early hours of morning, are incredibly <laughs> quick. People never see them. When asked why there is no body on the slab proof that these hairy biscuits, he says a lot of people think I'm a loony because, you know, if they yeah, did, but they would have the the found bodies or bones. Yeah. Right? No, no, oh, they no. deal with their dead. I've but got that yes. in my story. Yes. They deal with their dead. But yowies are elusive and have the intelligence to stay away from human beings and what and tidy up after themselves. And, they do. Yeah, they yeah. deal with their we dead. We better get, yeah, oh. yeah. Can't find anything. You can, they scratch up trees, though. You can find that, but you can't find <laughs> anything else. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Former Queensland Senator Bill O'Chee has also claimed to have seen a hairy ape-like thing that probably would have stood about eight feet tall at a campsite at the Gold Coast hinterland in the 1970s. Mm. The 70s. That adds credibility, <laughs> doesn't it? was someone's dad. <laughs> Just as there are countless reports by sceptics on the internet that scoff at the suggestion of Yowies, there are earnest claims to the contrary. And not just in Queensland, Mr Harrison's website has videos of eyewitness testimonies and of sightings in places such as Brooklyn, Grafton and Kempsey in New South Wales, Kalamundra in Western Australia and Bendigo and Beauchamp Falls in Victoria. They must be fast. I've never seen one when I've been in Bendigo. I've seen no, plenty of kangaroos. Yeah, it's funny how we've got footage of almost everything, but we've only got eyewitnesses of They're really fast yowies. and they're really elusive and they're incredibly intelligent and can speak Latin. They need to get some teenagers out there with their mobiles because <laughs> Who will film everything that they're not yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's exactly. right. Yeah. Doing a dance in front of <laughs> TikTok. And then a yowie walks yeah, yeah, past yeah. them. Like, what was that? Do the TikTok oh, challenge of dance with a yowie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, these have all been dismissed by skeptics. Noises can belong to other creatures. Scratching can be used by lightning strike, sorry, caused by lightning strikes. Footprints can be faked. So there remains no irrefutable proof that yowies exist. Not happy with smacking Dean Harrison, yowies don't like trucks much either. Oh, reported really? by news.com.au. Don't tell me there was one once hit by a truck, just the one. A Queensland truckie claims he truck had. tipping. A Queensland truckie claims he eyeballed a hulking three-metre-tall yowie in broad daylight before it punched his bonnet and melted into the bush. Carla, it reminded me You hit a fucking of... kangaroo, mate. <laughs> Swanee, do you remember when we were I know in what you're going to say. Corsica and the wild boar came across the road and Swanee made a joke about a friend of her's husband and said, you watch, you'll get out of the car and be like, I'm going to punch that, I'm going to punch it. Like, a wild you know, boar. Punch it and throw it over my shoulder and take it to the Croatian club and cook it up. And it was Maddie the funniest was at the thing. funeral. Oh, <laughs> and that's he had to, it was nice. That's it was lovely. Good but honestly, it was the funniest thing because the minute he got out of the car, he didn't say, I wanted to punch it, I would have punched it and throw it over. <laughs> but he had a similarly masculine response to this wild boar and I think I nearly wet myself laughing at the whole situation. (laughs) So this yowie punched his bonnet 
and then uh, melted into the bush. And by melted into the bush, I think he means disappeared sharpish. The delivery driver, identified only as Gary, says he was driving (laughs) in the bushy Gold Coast hinterland on a November morning last year when he rounded a sharp bend at Witheran and had the experience of his life. He slammed on his brakes after spotting what he thought was a boulder tumbling down a steep slope and onto the road, but then it moved. Gary says he watched as the creature unfurled huge hairy limbs and stood upright before locking eyes with him through the truck's windscreen. So this one rolls up in a ball. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't a rock at all. Gary has told Yowie Hunter... Dean Harrison, in an interview shared on social media. This thing scared the absolute crap out of me. He said the creature was a towering beast, its navel level with the truck's bonnet, six foot tall, off the ground. Is its navel shaved? It must have been exposed. Its navel was six feet tall. <laughs> yeah, it must have been. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, not yeah. hairy there. It's important that he had a belly button because that means he was born, born. right? Born. Yeah, that's true. Belly. Look at you. You're already becoming a cryptozoologist. He reckons it would have weighed close to 400 kilograms. Jeepers. At first, the Yowie, with its small head, rude Gary, and oversized body, seemed (laughs) somehow shocked or embarrassed as it stood in the full glare of day at 10 a.m. on that night. Oh, I'm naked. I'm so shy. Oh, I'm such a lady. You called me my naughty pleasure. No, what a secret naughtiness. Did it have genitals? That wasn't discussed because then. Exactly. It was a lady. Then it got mad. Two ladies for tea. It slapped or punched the centre of the bonnet of my truck. It was like I'd hit a small car, the truck, he said. He was so tall, he had to reach down to hit the truck. Just before he hit the truck, he grunted. It wasn't a scream or a cry or a howl, but a loud grunt. It was hairy. It had probably two (laughs) inches long all over its body. It had a round face like a chimpanzee. Rude, Harry. Jesus, Gary. Judgy pants. Mm. While Gary was still trying to make sense of what he was seeing, the creature turned, flipped him the bird, and vanished into the bush. Now I added that. No, oh, I was going to say, Yowies don't do that. <laughs> oh, but it could have and it should have. They're guilty of a lot of things. I have right but away. Not Who are you in your truck? Anyway, I will yeah, do anything. Was there a lot of damage to the truck? Yowie. No, he just sort of smacked the bonnet. He didn't actually. Oh, he hit a you nearly ran me over, excuse me. Yeah, do you mind? I'm crossing yeah. here, do you mind? I know it's yeah. not a zebra crossing, but. Now, Gary does not want to be identified, fearing Funny being labelled a loon. As far as Yowie sightings go, Gary's is a good one, according to Dean Harrison. This is astounding. He had such a clear view of it. Amazing, he told AAP, adding the truck driver got such a good look at the creature, he was able to draw it. He says his this is cute, though. I'm pretty Aww. sure there was something about him having a, what do you call it, a dash cam, and it just oh, yeah. happened to not be working on that day. Oh, yeah, it's a shame. Sense. I know, I know. Oh, oh, no. How very disappointing. I know. Yeah. He says his years of tracking tracking work indicated Yowies are most likely to be spotted along the Great Dividing Range, with the Blue Mountains the na- nation's hotspot for encounters. Mm-hmm. People choose not to believe it, but that is of no consequence to me. We believe based on the facts we are presented with. People should be vigilant and aware these things do exist. 
Mr Harrison said park rangers had reported close encounters and strange activity in the bush that they could not explain. But yowies aren't the only two-legged animals with a temper. From the dailymail.co.uk, Dean Harrison himself has felt the long arm of the law. As a temper? Cryptozoologist Dean Harrison pled guilty to assault, occasioning bodily harm when he faced the Southport Magistrates Court Queensland on Wednesday. The yowie hunter punched the victim seven times, knocking him unconscious for a couple of minutes. In the lead-up to the assault, Harrison had complained about being kept awake at night by his neighbour's barking dogs. The court heard. (gasps) Now, Harrison is happy to run around in the bush all night chasing yowies, but a dog barking next door, too much. Can't do Surely the dogs were barking at the yowies. Probably. I think it was keeping yowies away. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. They'd exchanged phone numbers to discuss the dogs and then the victim rocked up to Harrison's property with the victim's mother to have a chat. They had a bit of a calm conversation before Harrison suddenly bashed the victim or, as I like to think, (laughs) released his inner yowie. Yeah, yeti slapped. (laughs) Bang! The attack was captured on video footage and played for the court. Following the altercation, the victim was taken to the Gold Coast University Hospital for treatment. Defence barrister Angus Edwards argued that Harrison was struggling with emotional stress as his 17-year-old daughter was experiencing issues at the time of the out-of-character, we've heard this before, assault. Mm. Edwards told the court that Harrison had written an apology letter to the victim and supplied the CCTV footage to the police. The court also heard a whole bunch of stuff that has absolutely nothing to do with the case, but it was interesting, i.e., that he's a cryptozoologist. It's taken him to the Amazon and the Solomon Islands, oh. yada, 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 a whole lot of stuff that has absolutely nothing to do with the fact that he punched his neighbour in an unprovoked attack. Harrison was sentenced to 12 months in prison, wholly suspended for two years, and was ordered to pay a $2,000 compensation fee to the victim. And that, my dears, is my Bigfoot slash Yowie crimes episode. Nice what do we think? Work. Wow. I think I've just found out that that I've... The, the chap who's in WA saying it's saying it's they do vary more. in size. All right. You can have small ones the size of a child and bigger ones that grow up to 11 they feet. They have been sent the blue mountain Like are they children I guess yowies? They this is where I find quite shocking. <laughs> they Ewoks? They will eat anything, berries, plants, and kangaroos, snakes, wallabies Ooh, and roadkill and humans too. Ooh. There are a lot of people who go missing in the bush and the cases remain unsolved. And is usually put down to homicide. Oh, but I think go. some of these are the work of Yowies. And it also oh, wow. says, this is my favourite quote. I don't know why this tickles me so much, but he says, Mr. Hill believes governments know Yowies exist, but keep it on the down low because it would be bad for tourism. <laughs> <laughs> not <laughs> not any be of the, the spiders or snakes we have. Yeah, yeah, uh, I look, honestly, I'm not going to that country. I'm not going to that state. I'm not going there. Yowies. Yeah, yowies. People go to bloody North America to look for Bigfoot. I know. Like, they could have yowie hunters. Could, that's exactly right. It's a draw card, not a uh, disadvantage or a, or a thing that gets us rejected. Anyway, right. Well, that was very good. So what are you thinking about yowies? What do we think about these crimes? Firstly, obviously, Larry, poor sad Larry, or more importantly, poor sad Jimmy. Which was the one? Which who was the one who got murdered? Which one? Jimmy got murdered. Jimmy Larry did murdered. the murdering. Yeah. Yeah, Jimmy yeah. quit. Joey got married. Should have known. Never get far. <laughs> I am. Um, I hate to have to go back to a personal um, anecdote reference point again. Oh, it's not even an anecdote. It, oh, it does involve. I you. do it all the time. Go ahead. It's this thing of like sometimes. Did you say you, it does involve? It does me. involve it you. Oh it's Jesus! The, that idea of sometimes when 
when we've been drinking or doing drugs or it's Sometimes very late at night. When we touch. It's that thing where you can really give yourself a scare. You know that feeling when you, you know if it was the middle of the day, you wouldn't have reacted the same way. I mean, I know You're these guys are looking for. You're not going to talk about ghosts, are you? I'm gonna talk, no, I'm going to talk about Lady Leonore. Remember? Them? Oh, Lady Leonore. <laughs> Lady Leonore, your next door neighbor. Just you know, sometimes I think you can get you can scare yourself so much and get so caught up in something that your brain doesn't quite know what's happening. But um, you know, these guys who are out there looking for it. I mean, that's slightly different. But you know, there, there doesn't seem to be an awful lot of. Well, there seems to be no evidence. But that's why he's <laughs> making a reference. I'm not quite sure why Lady Leonore frightened her, but. I had a neighbour in the UK for a period of time who was a raging alcoholic and <laughs> we'd only just moved into Redstock a short time really and we were having a party and I think it was Claire's or someone's Might birthday. have been a birthday, that was Claire's yeah. I think, yeah. And a few old Foxtel, a couple of women from Foxtel, friends of Carla, Carla's, like we just had this sort of nice little We were just girls then, we together. weren't women. Girls like just now. came, yeah, we were 28, right? And all these people came together. We were outside... Smoking darts, exchanging <laughs> stories about stuff and drinking in this sort of not very well-lit courtyard that we had. And the house, everyone picked up on it. The house was haunted. No, I don't care what anyone says. That house oh, was no, haunted. Oh, no, 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 no. That was, that was the next part of the same night. Anyway, that's a very long oh, night. Oh, no, that, that was, was another night. when you Was when, it? Yeah, that was another night when you actually experienced the ghosts. But but not we were too drunk that night. We wouldn't have noticed anything except we're sitting around and I maybe we were I was telling the stories and but we we were just sort of frightening each other. Like and yeah. then but there was also that funny story about Simone and the salad making the nude <laughs> the salad nude, making yeah, yeah. and there's just a really funny series of anecdotes going on. And out of nowhere, this drunk neighbor pops up and gives everyone a bit of a fright because we didn't expect her. She just came in the backyard. Through the dark house. In the dark, know, yeah. And then pops up saying, hello, ladies. And we're like, Jesus <laughs> Christ. And her name was, I think, Lenore, but we called her Lady Lenore and I'm not quite sure why. The kicker of the whole night that I remember was she was talking about having a dog and she was talking about, remember the dog was humping the pillow or the dog was humping her or something. <laughs> and, and the way Simone reacted, she said something like, Oh, God. Uh, the way she said it, it was as if to suggest that the dog got the raw end of that deal. And <laughs> we, the whole group of women just burst into laughter. I feel sorry. I'm sure Lenore's probably dead now. I mean, she really was a sad character. But, you know, at the time it was quite a funny context moment. But I don't know why that frightened you. That's That was my, is it just because the stranger popped out of nowhere? I know, it must have been because I think we were talking about something scary and she totally came out of like the <laughs> darkness and she was, she was very odd. And it's that thing like when you're already thing when your brain's open to suggestions suggestion scary stuff do you know what yeah, I mean yeah, or yeah. you think that that's when you think oh my god or you know you're 100%. tired drunk whatever it is you know all those things that sometimes it's like if you're in the house alone and you've watched a bad movie or you know just stuff like that you hear a noise if you heard in the middle of yeah. the day you wouldn't think twice it's that how your brain sometimes or takes a, what is it yeah. fight or flight fight, fight, uh, or fight or flight you're right yeah. and there are certain times probably when your brain is telling you primitively that you are uh, at greater risk yes. so in the in that situation you didn't know the area that you're in you know like it's you you there's a natural primitive heightened sense of uh, survival and so then some other weirdness comes in and so you have that reaction to it, you know. And it's almost like a, what do you call it, adrenaline rush that you get from it because you get that fright, yeah. It is interesting that the truck driver had seen that his yowie had a belly button because in none of the images <laughs> naval, do they I look. Naval, I think you'll find. It was naval height. A naval. 
Oh, did he didn't he, say oh, about seeing the oh, navel. Sorry. He said his oh. navel height was six foot tall, so he was very tall. Oh, but how does he know that where the navel in. was? The thing is, he's very yeah. tall, but he's got a teeny tiny head. Yeah. I mean, well, I suppose in relation to his shoulders. In relation to his shoulders. Schmidty, do you recall your Yowie incident at Bundalong when we went camping? No, that was a banshee, but, yeah, I remember I remember the banshee incident. <laughs> so we went camping Absolutely. and there was a <laughs> possum that night. And they, I don't know if you've heard possums, but they make these horrendous noises. Yeah. And Schmidty yeah, the next yeah, time, yeah. what the hell was that? Next to my tent. Yeah. I was awake all night. I was terrified. And I came out and said, did anyone else hear the banshee? And they're like the possum. And then I feel like a real idiot. But I wasn't long I wasn't long back from living in gen- genteel England at that point, Carla. I'm surprised yeah. that didn't make you a yowie hunter. Not much less to do there. Well, apart from the sound An of owl, the woman, maybe? No, the woman being murdered in the hills. Oh. You hear that all the time. Uh, yeah, yeah. Vixen. Like Have you ever heard of Vixen? It, no, if you've ever heard of Vixen, a, a female fox. When they're oh, right. mating, they, okay. they oh, yeah, sound yeah. like a woman okay. or a baby yeah, being yeah. killed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's the yeah. only sort of thing that you hear. In, and then you do, you know what that is. Sorry about all those women who got killed because I thought it was a vixen. <laughs> um, but you know what it is. <laughs> so you discount it. They don't yell out help. This is that kind of, ah, ah. Yeah, no, I know the noise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The brush-tailed possum terrified me that night. Yeah, but it was a banshee. It wasn't a yowie. But maybe that's how they become believers because they have an incident like that no an incident like that where they feel embarrassed in front of their friends so rather than saying oh my god it was a possum they go no no i encountered a yowie Mm, maybe i don't know which would be more embarrassing though probably defend on your friends wouldn't it I didn't really believe it was a banshee. I didn't know what it was. I know, you know but so you were that, sca- yeah. you sh- no, the point was you were scared. Oh, scared shit the shit it. out of me, absolutely, <laughs> because it was down near the. All right, I'm lying in the middle of nowhere where I've already heard hoons going up and down the road, carrying on. I've got also nothing not the middle between of nowhere, me. Then. Along the roads, fair. It is the middle of nowhere. I don't care what you say. Population five, right? <laughs> <laughs> Sitting there. In a tent where the only protection I have is the flimsy piece of material between me and the outside world and something's going <laughs> around my tent and then going, <laughs> you know, what? A, far out, of course I was scared. Yeah, yeah. it's like an yeah. evil quacker because quackers don't make any noise really. Quackers <laughs> are so cute. Oh, yeah. It's and possums, possums are cute but... to look at until they start talking to you and then it, ooh, yeah. something else. You were talking about Dean Harrison. Correct? I was, yes, and I was wondering if we were going to. You didn't tell him me that something. Dean Harrison's website had his name in cursive at the top. <laughs> Dean Harrison's Australian Yowie Research. You really have to see this chat. <laughs> can you see that? Yeah. Oh, yep, yep. oh my god! Can you see that? Is that He's an got app? it. No, it kind of. No, but you, it's, no. It's mobile optimized, Dale. But I tell you what. You can look at reportings, uh, reports mm-hmm. and sightings by state. So I've just gone to WA. Swanee is becoming a yowie hunter I as am. we speak. And there was one, a young fruit shop manager believes he has discovered a nest belonging. A, a nest. nest. To Australia's <laughs> fabled, fabled, just a copy, to Australia's fabled man monster, the yowie. A man Tim monster. Tim Master, 21, made the startling finding deep bush outside Kalamunda, WA. Shortly after he'd been confronted by an immense humanoid creature covered in matted fur. A man monster. (laughs) A man monster. I never liked your secret naughtiness. His encounter is one of dozens of sightings reported from remote townships. Most witnesses have described the creature as huge, 
and red-eyed with a nauseating smell. Oh, they stink. Apparently Bigfoot stinks, uh, Sasquatch stinks, stinks, nuns. They all these ape-like men stink. But then so do apes. (laughs) The thing confronted me when I was walking down a country road late one night in 1983. (laughs) Suddenly I knew something was shuffling along near me, keeping pace. It was concealed in the bush flanking the road. Then the creature stepped out of the shadows. It was huge and covered with thick fur. Its posture was manlike and its face was hairless. Its eyes glowed red in in a car's headlights. So there must have been a car around, but he was saying that it was Mm. a quiet road before, a country road. He says that besides cutting down, we found several immense splay-toed footprints. Then deeper in the bush, we discovered three springy beds built from branches and leaves and set in holes in the ground. Around the nests were bush cones which had been chewed. Three years later when I read Bush cones. Bush, bush cones. <laughs> Sorry, what? Bush cones. That's when you smoke in the bush. <laughs> <laughs> well, hang on. What's a – okay, I'll move on. But I've got to look up what a bush cone is. Yeah, right. Three years later when I read an article about Bigfoot, I went back to photograph those beds. They were still there but obviously abandoned. The dam level had risen and obliterated the footprints. There you go. All right, so come on. <laughs> Sentence up, people. Well, I'm still trying to work out the crime. You know, it's one of those ones where you just go, just well, get off the truck. Well, punching someone's or... truck for a start, that's that's a crime. I know. No, but it, no, I reckon. Murdering um, someone because get... you're on the drugs, that's not a great one. But I, um, but I think the yowie's a, got some stuff in it. Hitting a kangaroo and then saying that it wasn't my bad driving, there was a yowie, so therefore I but wonder if that was his about insurance claim. The, no, he, there was no, he, I don't believe I believe that the story is he stopped. He didn't actually hit the boulder slash kangaroo. No, but that's what he's saying because he doesn't want to say that he hit a kangaroo. But I don't think he's claimed insurance on it. Well, I reckon it might have been his attempt to get out of it. That's what I'm saying. And, you know, you start digging a hole for yourself and then others others go, all right, it wasn't that, but he just kept digging. It's right up there with, you know, oh, I didn't want to get eaten by Bigfoot when my friend summoned him. That's why it yeah, that's right. Fence. Like yeah, it doesn't yeah. make sense. Yeah. Mm, okay. I feel like there's a lot of loose screws in these people's houses. What do you reckon, Swanee? I think you're absolutely right. Well, having said that, I'm going to run into a yowie at some point now, and then I'm going to mud on my face, eh? I think it's one of those <laughs> things. I think it sort of. I have to hark back like... to watching this show. It's kind of like sometimes there's something in getting it and being a scaring yourself. Do you know what I mean? I think it's why I I can't watch horror movies. It's great fun. This yeah. is about as scary as I'm a, I would allow myself to. You know, the supernatural and what are these cryptoids? Cryptoids? Cryptids? Cryptids? cryptids. cryptids. Sorry, cryptids. Yeah. It's all right. If, if you this could have time. seen me watching this program as a probably you know eight to twelve year old, I was terrified, but I couldn't not watch because it was just this idea of something that you didn't really understand or know about. But there's always someone who's prepared to come up and you know say they've been abducted by an alien, or seen Bigfoot. <laughs> Do they go into any um, detail it about the funny. difference between you know, you know? I like how they've got different names. So the Yeti's like Himalayan, is that correct? That's right. Yep, the Yeti is the Himalayan one. Sasquatch and Bigfoot. Have got much the same name. North American kind of The thing, North yeah. American ones have kind of got names that have come from the Indigenous yeah, yeah, people. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Nuntanak is a Canadian, or not Canadian, Alaskan, sorry, but it's again from the Indigenous people of Alaska. Yeah, yeah. But they're all, oh, there are differences. Like our Yowie has the feet, the, to- the toes are different, they all don't right. sit the same way. Bigfoot and the Yeti, I think, have got similar feet in the way that they behave. Mm-hmm. Again, my mate Josh Gates 
thinks he found the footprint of a Yeti. Oh. And it was a little bit different to a Bigfoot. Your secret naughtiness. Similar, my secret naughtiness, whatever that means, yes. So, you know, because that program, Destination Truth is basically. Stretch out. I'm suspicious (laughs) when anybody ever has to use the word truth in their. Destination Truth. It's 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 paranormal, supernatural stuff. Whereas his Expedition Unknown is more archaeological, which is why I really enjoy that one. Yeah, and a little bit more scientific as a result. Well, I guess I could sentence the chappy who killed his mate mm. and I'd have to sort of tie back into to Bigfoot <laughs> and he would have to see Bigfoot and oh, maybe Bigfoot. be he like an inmate there. with him but no one, but yeah, but he, let's say there really is a Yeti and well, Bigfoot, sorry, and uh, he, the crime is he's committed no one believes him but he can see it and, you know, no one. It comes to get him. It comes to yeah. get him and it oh. eats him. Correct, Yeah. <laughs> Even though he thought he'd handled that situation. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Or maybe his cellmate a... is the Yeti. Yes. He really doesn't saying. have a cellmate, but he, well, he's just in fear. He's an imaginary friend. He can see him. Yeah, yeah. Which I feel like is what this is all about anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I think you're probably right. Mm, I mean, I'd like to believe that there are things out there, but not so much yowies and things. You know, like I, I do definitely think that there are, as I said at the beginning, animals and things that we don't know about yet. And if, you, like, you know, they keep finding things in, particularly in deep sea discovery. There are all sorts of weird ass fish that live in complete yeah, but darkness not, and not three metre tall men like characters running, running around, around on land the- where everyone is. Like, yeah, I know, but even in like Malaysia, That's they've a no. got a version of it too. But Malaysia's Why do they got a version find of one it. Everyone's not like it's like everyone's them. got a version. Oh no, no, no! When I watched Josh Gates, in fact, that might have even been in Malaysia. He did find two footprints, but one was only sort of half done. So it wasn't. Yeah, a, a, he did a cast them. of one, uh, not in you the know. jungle, like to a point, but not not entirely. Yeah. What does Yeti poo look like or Yowie poo look like? Oh, they're oh, very clean. They don't let anyone see them. Clean. Their bones and, they and they manage their dead. <laughs> They've got we, faecal we management. Like you wouldn't believe uh, well, faecal so management in, off this we chart. We could, we could learn. <laughs> we could learn a lot. <laughs> we could learn a lot. They don't. They we, don't we even were, need modern like sewage systems. Oh no, it's very clever. They, <laughs> they have no footprint. No pun intended. Yeah, no but poo like print. no carbon, no no, no, yeah, no, yeah. no real mark on the landscape. Like oh. they literally are the greenest. They're the original environmentalists. Yeah. They are. Yeah. They yeah. Are, yeah. So Sorry, when we were in say? Hobart, we went to a place called Richmond, which is just outside of yes, Hobart. Yes, I've been to Richmond. Beautiful. They've got a museum, and we opted <laughs> not to not to go into the museum. But had we I had this story it. and then gone there, I would have gone in there looking for Yowie poo. Yeah, it seemed like a low oh, hole. Well, they shit. could find it. <laughs> I don't know whether or not there are yow. Carla, yow is in Tasmania. Let me just check that for you yeah. on Jean Harrison. For sure. For me on and Jane we also Harris. went to Mona and what and saw the poo machine work. Oh, we did too. Yes. Oh, oh yeah, art. I've seen that. Yeah, it's art. Yeah, we've had a conversation about modern art on this podcast before. Mm. What a load of old shit. My relatives, my stepsister and husband, they were there and they, they filmed it for us. Is that when it's like a machine and it's squirt <laughs> yeah, with a Yeah, yeah. It, it digests it, the food, yeah. It replicates yes. the digestive system. That's right, that's system. It. I think from my perspective, I don't mind people running around and filling their days with chasing Crazy things shit. and whatever. Like, that's fine. You know, they're not doing any harm. I do think Larry needs to get off the drugs and if he's not going to get off the drugs, he probably does need to have a bit of one-on-one time with, I don't think, Bigfoot, I think Nuntanuk. So 
There is a program, again, a Discovery Channel program called Alaskan Killer Bigfoot. And it's like Blair Witch. It's just really silly. Yeah, yeah. Can't take it seriously. So anyway, I was just going to say, I'm going to send Larry to yep. hang out with Nantanak because apparently Nantanak is like a real He's asshole. Mean. Yeah. He's mean. He's <laughs> mean. Well, there's yeah. an article here called the Daily Telegraph. The headline is Terrifying Yowie Had Massive Sex Organs. <laughs> <laughs> It then reads 30th of May. I can't believe I've missed all of this in my hours. such a job. cliche. Did you, did you see me shaking my hand I, in frustration? Because yeah. when I went through, I, I have to pay for it to read the article, so oh, I can't. There's a small illustration. I know. Look, I'll no tell one you what, subscribed. We'll, just, we'll have to business expense it. We'll just have to put it on trial by one. Yeah. Terrifying Yowie. <laughs> massive, massive sex, sex organs. organs. And a professional Very hunter. Cool. Was that Dean Harrison perchance? I don't know because then it says by day he's a mild-mannered mild mannered man working Reporter. for the family business. By night he's a yowie hunter and then we hit the paywall. So I don't know. I don't you know. Missed, uh, That's the, excellent oh. clickbait. Excellent clickbait. Oh, that is excellent clickbait. I'm okay with, like you say, people going and doing that in their spare time, but don't try to make the rest of us think it's true. I think that we need to get a... A Medusa mirror. Oh man, and they they're going to have mud on your face when they find one. <laughs> yeah, I will. I absolutely will. But I think they need to have a go and stand in front of the Medusa mirror, get turned to stone, and spend the rest of their life having a long, hard look at themselves. You mean that Medusa mirror that doesn't exist either? Because that's correct. Reality. Yeah, right, right. See? Just checking. They'll so, believe well, well it. Done. They'll they believe will it. believe it. They'll be the first to believe it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. All right, fair enough. Okay. Swanee, have you got anything else to add? Because I can see you're in mad research. No, it's it's so hard because everything I learned, a lot of it's about Dean Harrison, but then there are all these things that I can't actually open anyway, so don't worry about it. (laughs) All right. Well, I know that was silly, but that was the whole point because we've had a lot of dark stuff lately. And so I thought that'd be fun. So thank you very much for joining me with Bigfoot and Yowie Crimes. And as we say every week, we miss you already. Ciao. Ciao, Ciao, my lovelies. Ciao, Ciao. Thanks for listening to Trial by Wine. You can contact us at trialbywine at gmail.com. Please rate, review and subscribe to Trial by Wine on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. If you'd like to support us, you can become a patron at www.patreon.com, Trial by Wine. Or visit our website, www.trialbywine.com, to donate to us. Your support will help us cover many more cases and apply wacky sentences. We really appreciate you listening and hope you tell everyone about us. Our cover art is by John Christo and music is by Beauchamp from pixabay.com.